You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Thank you all. So uh, my name is Ivan E. Devery, and Eric is at sound today. Hi, I'm Eric Morlock. He's Eric Morlock. And um, welcome to another episode of The Parsnip Shit. Tonight we are in Cloud City in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we're here. Yeah, yeah, you're really excited. Um, (laughs) We're here to listen to the play Big Black Balloon by Elgin Wardali. Directed by Kel Haney. And um, before we start our play, Elgin, we like, we like to ask our playwrights a question. What would the world be missing if it didn't have this play? So growing up, we all had an imaginary companion, whether it be a talking animal or an imaginary best friend. And oftentimes, when we hit a rough patch in our adult life, we choose to escape to a place in our memory where uh, things were better, or we fantasize about how things could be. And this opening is when our old fictitious friends return, which I think is really important, especially in today when um, things are a little bit uncertain. We like to fantasize about other things, and hopefully that takes you there tonight. Awesome. Thank you, Elgin. And I'd like to introduce our cast. If you guys could just go around and tell us who you are and who you'll be playing tonight. Hi, uh, I'm Debbie Trey Davis, and I'll be reading Amy Lee. I'm Cleo Gray, and I will be playing Cleo Cotter. <laughs> uh, I'm John Hosh, and I'll be everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Elgin, and I will be your stage directions guide. <laughs> awesome. And I'd like to take a moment to welcome our musical guest, The Values. Thank you for being here. And uh, let's get this started. your gut still there how about those love handles get ready to shout because we're about to kick it up a notch here we go Now who's ready to mambo? Henry! 
I'm ready to mumble. Get ready, my little tubby turkeys. Four, three, two, one, and dance. Mambo's his heart out. Cleo puts the groceries and the mail down, and Mambo's right next to him. Henry! Hey. Can you make a break? Heart. Five, six, seven, eight. Go, girlfriend! There. A reservation is in half an hour. Why aren't you dressed? I am dressed. In sweats and roofing. Victory! You smell that, Cleo? That's funk. Pure, unadulterated, fat funk. It should be bottled. Yeah, it can inspire people everywhere. Now you too can smell like this, like victory. Is that how we're going to make our millions selling fat funk? You won't be laughing when you're living in a mansion with maids and butlers. Can I freshen your drink, madam? No, thank you, darling. Come on, Cleo, dream. Pretend with me. Rinse it up. Ugh, it's like a sweat box in here. Turn on the air. Broke. Landlord can't fix it until... We die of heat exhaustion? What's wrong with you? Something happened in class today, the El Grotten. Oh no, did something happen with the gratin? I don't want to talk about it. You practiced forever on that dish. Did something happen? Did it burn? Yes. Uh, oh, oh, that's not funny. Hi, <laughs> you make it so easy. Uh, did you work from home again today? Being a remote IT guy has its perks. You could still go into the office every now and again. When they put a couch and TV in our common area, I'll consider it. It's nice that no one has to see me. I can be pantless all day. Ooh, my boyfriend, the hermit. Working out a lot lately. Summer is coming. We live in Los Angeles. Fat knows when it's summer, Cleo, and it won't have a chance this year. I'm going to be lean and fast. I'm even thinking about entering a half marathon, you know, get my speed on. Well, you're getting sweat on the carpet. It's weakness leaving the body. Oh, Henry, in the shower, please. If the half-naked billboard beefcake on the freeway was in here all sweaty and stinky, I bet you wouldn't chase him into the shower. Cleo? Mm. Oh, the groceries. Did you get my whey powder? No. Why not? But for starters, you didn't tell me it was $40. So it's $40. Aren't we saving money for a bigger place so we can start our life together? Start? What are we doing now? You know what I mean. We are. So then just deal with it. What's with that I cook? I'm trying to do something here. Ah, you act like I give you oil and lard. I love your cooking. Good, because I would hate to think that 20 years from now, when I'm fat and you're bald, I would lose you to some hot young thing why I gotta be bald? Your mother's bald, Henry. It's genetic. Oh my <laughs> god. You're fine. You're healthy, and someday, maybe soon, we can get married and have healthy little babies. Why do we have to go out tonight? Because you owe me a night on the town. It's LA. You know, I haven't seen one celebrity sighting since we've been here. Not even an Elvis impersonator. It's just been school, school, school. Well, we can party here. There's one practically full bottle of gin in the freezer. I want to drink a fancy cocktail out of a fancy glass. Today I spent six hours cooking for Jean-Paul and the other teachers. Tonight, it's someone else's turn to serve me. Now please, get in the shower. I have to start dinner, and you know I hate having a cluttered kitchen. I got some fresh veggies and a chicken. I'm roasting it just the way you like it. Well, with the sorcery they're teaching you at that culinary school, the rich and famous mm -hmm. are going to want you to be their personal chef. You'll be traveling all over the world. Come on, dream with me. Henry. You'll create signature dishes that people will request by name, like Cleo Surprise or something <laughs> like that. Sounds like a cat food. Dream! <laughs> I'll be on the cover of magazines. All of them. And interviewed by all the late night hosts. Okay. And going to win Oscars and an Emmy, and my hometown will name a street after me. And I mean, 
Maine's biggest celebrity. Your parents would be so proud. Leave the chef to her work. Henry checks the mail while Cleo unpacks the groceries. Anything good come today? I haven't looked. Bill, overdue bill. Henry stops the letter. What? Nothing. Cleo takes the letter from Henry. Your high school reunion is next Rip month. Rip it up. Ain't no stopping us now. Our graduation theme. In the high school gym. Very fancy. Oh, the trash. I didn't know you went to high school in L.A. Didn't you grow up? We moved my senior year. Long story. I want to go. I don't think so. Why not? It's high school. It's, it's They're going to have an 80s cover band. Henry. No. What? I wasn't the most popular person in high school. Who was? Okay, Miss Prom Queen. Okay, it's close to Hollywood Boulevard. We can sightsee. You know how much I want to walk the boulevard and have my picture taken next to Marilyn. It's the closest I'm ever going to get to her. What about school? John Paul will let me miss a day. I'll even wear my strappy dress, you know, the one that makes me look so good. You'd swear I was a famous socialite. So? <laughs> Are you afraid of running into a jealous ex-girlfriend? Not everyone is a fan of reliving the glory days of acne. Well, when I moved in with you, I had to miss my reunion, and I heard it was really nice. They even repainted the barn. The school even had my old prom picture blown up. Mom made my dress, this gorgeous off-the-shoulder navy number. Very risque back then. They retired the crown after I wore it, you know? Mm. Everyone was there, and no one got to hear about what I'm doing now or meet you. Don't make me wait another 10 years. I'll have to get a new suit. Ah, thank you. Now please, shower. Henry exits. Cleo makes sure he's gone and takes a chicken, already roasted from the grocery bag. She plops it in a serving pan. <sighs> to deadlift 200 pounds. He cringes, he sweats, he lets out weird gym noises. He's unsuccessful but tries again. Failure. He stretches. Gerald, dressed in neon and wearing a fanny pack, enters the gym. He lifts pink five-pound weights. He has a mullet and the memory of muscle tone. He stares at Henry. Hey. Psst. Hey, you. Hey. What are you lifting? Nothing. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Can I help you? No. But I can help you. What? Nothing. <laughs> can you not stare at me? Not, not staring. <laughs> Just looking. Aerobics are upstairs. Funny guy. Have I seen you before? Hey, you don't look at me, okay? You see me when I want you to see me. <laughs> okay. Hey. I'm fucking enormous. Excuse me? <laughs> See this muscle here? Huge. Congratulations. You want to look like me? What? Because you can. I can help you. Yeah. I can whip you into shape. I can. No thanks. Dedicate your whole life to me, man. Seriously. Won't be easy for on you either. I'll go in on you. Uh, like your worst nightmare. We, I'll skin you alive. But I'll wear your back as a cape, you fat fuck. Excuse me? Motivation. I'll motivate the shit out of you. Look at me. <laughs> Look into my eyes. I don't really have money to be. First session's free. <laughs> Guaranteed results. What do you say? Don't you want to look like me? Henry tries to lift the weight again. He fails. Psst. My dick lifts more than that. <laughs> Who are you? Amazing. <laughs> Best trainer on planet Earth. That's who. And I'm taking a chance right now. A chance on you, Henry. <gasps> How did you know I that? I got secrets. <laughs> Ones that will put you over the top. Say yes. Say yes. 
to the sexy. All this can be all you. Uh, I don't know. You want speed? I know you do. You see that? You blinked and I just did three burpees. Yeah. You want it? Let's go. Let's go. Do it. Say it. Let it come out of your mouth. My girlfriend will be done with spin any second. Oh, spin. Hot. Sana. Heat. Get those muscles loose. Get those hair follicles working. Good for the baldness. Growth. What? Gerald lifts Henry's 200 weight, pound weight with ease and with one arm. living room. Henry, in workout clothes, is on the couch with a cold compress on his forehead. The TV is on. Cleo enters, holding a cheap Jack's paper shopping bag. Something with tequila, now! You would not believe the day I had. We were making this big dinner for the school gala, and I got assigned Bananas Foster. Why would you assign me Bananas Foster? John Paul couldn't do anything about it since it was totally at random, but can you believe it? Ten of the most influential foodies are coming to this dinner, and I get stuck with bananas. Everyone hates bananas. I'm shocked I didn't hit anyone with my car on the way home. Can't move. <laughs> Why does it smell like mint, feet, and... Lavender. It's hair tonic. It reeks. I saw it on TV. It's supposed to stimulate my hair follicles. By next week, I'm going to have an afro the size of a small planet owl. <laughs> <laughs> Still sore? You should have just come to spinning with me. What possessed you to try and lift 200 pounds? Were you trying to kill yourself? What doesn't kill me will make me stronger. What? Something my trainer told me. What trainer? The one I got yesterday. You must really want me to scratch your eyes out. It's only until the reunion I'm doing this for you. How is it for me? You gotta get a better, sexier Henry out of all this. I already have him. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, it hurts to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you're perfect. I don't understand why you're so bent on becoming some kind of meathead at the gym. Meathead? We don't have the money to do this. What's in the bag? Nothing. You went shopping? I had a bad day. I thought we couldn't afford it. Relax, detective. It's from a discount store, and they cost less than that fancy trainer of yours. Cleo takes a pair of shoes out of the bag and shows them to Henry. He looks at them closely. Cleo snatches them from him and puts them back into the bag. There's nothing wrong with buying a little treat when I've had a bad day. The gym makes my bad days better. That's different. When you decided to quit your job at the book barn and go to culinary school, what did I say to you? Go for your dream, Cleo. I just want you to be happy. That's worth more than any paycheck you could get at work. So what if your degree was in communications? And I didn't want to listen, and I told you I couldn't do it. But I believe in you, so why can't you support me in this? Because it's what? stupid. What? Fitness is stupid? You know what I mean, Henry. This is important to me. I'm pretty sure you don't need a trainer other than the virtual one on the treadmill to tell you to keep going. It's just for a few weeks. This way I'll look even better for our future wedding pictures. I'm keeping the shoes. Cleo exits. Henry takes the pair of shoes out of the bag. The Cheap Jack's bag falls to the ground. A Bloomingdale's bag is inside. Henry reads the receipt for the shoes and almost falls to the floor. $200. Henry turns the TV on. 
Virtually no mess, no cleanup. He flips the channel. He flips the channel. Loses inches in days with Miracle Milk, the number one selling weight loss supplement in Indonesia that's taking parts of the Northeast by storm. Side effects include nausea, rash, hysteria, and suicidal thoughts. Don't delay, buy Miracle Melt. <laughs> there is interference on the TV. Henry bangs on the television, but the screen goes black. He walks away. The TV turns back on. Only two easy payments of $69.99 and Miracle Melt can be yours. Buy Miracle Melt. Henry turns the TV off. He picks up the phone and dials. The gym. Henry sweats. He does jumping jacks. Gerald, in a shirt that says, Frankie says relax, stands next to him. Get it, you maggot. Jump higher. You feel that sweat, that burn? That's fat crying and dying. Push your ass. Do it. Do it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. See the muscle right there? Gerald pokes Henry in the stomach. Ugh. That's washboard, my friend. Wash fucking board. My heart is going to explode. With joy. Am I right? My ears are ringing. Those are angels cheering for you, my friend. WWJD, serious progress today. Really? You know what's going to really help you? Mm. Sessions for my boot camp. Get, your, get you some supplements, some vitamins, some shake weights, calorie counter, penis pump. Oh, I don't think so. Thought you were serious about us, Henry. I can't afford it right now. I'm taking a chance on you. Little Hurt, you're not taking a chance on me. I need a break. Breaks are for losers. Then today I'm a loser. Profound. Now drop and give me 20. That reunion is creeping up on you and it sure as shit isn't going to stop for any goddamn water. Now will it? Uh, got you to make yourself available and still those young, lithe, single, desperate women who are going to be crawling, crawling to that dance floor, crawling at your feet. I love my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, you're serious. <laughs> oh, of course you're serious. You're a serious guy. Time for the ring. She doesn't care about that. Every woman cares about that. Little bling to show off to her friends. Little sparkle to ward off suitors. Suitors with more money. Suitors like John Paul. What? Gerald downs an energy drink. And crushes the can. <sighs> Gravy. Better than those, uh, better get those supplements now. Uh, deal only lasts for a few more hours, and they are flying out of here like hotcakes. Hot, sticky cakes. Even throw in an extra bottle of Miracle Melt for free. Miracle Melt? You've heard? Will they really help me get ripped? Of course, you piece of shit. What? <laughs> Don't believe me? Baby gets a treat. Gerald tosses Henry a big pill. It's my job to keep you on the straight and narrow. You just have to tell me what it is you want. You want this? You want to be amazing? Is this... A pill to urge a purge. To melt and help you look spelt. Because perfection ain't easy. By any means necessary, right? Yes. So shut up and swallow. Have I steered you wrong before? Before? Yet? What? Swallow. <laughs> now, just how tight can you clench your butt? <laughs> Thank you.
Rose bathroom. Theo rests comfortably in a bubble bath. She has cucumber slices on her face. The water trickles into an already half full tub. The phone rings. She lets the machine get it. Miss Cotter, this is Mary from the Culinary Institute of Technology. I'm just calling to make sure it could have happened to anyone. We're getting a burner on that stove checked out immediately. You're right. Bananas Foster shouldn't catch a flame as quickly as it did. Ever. Unfortunately, because of the damage to our kitchen, we are going to have to suspend you. Your deposit is not refundable. Have a great day. Cleo dunks her head into the tub. The bubbles get higher and higher. Bubbles fill the room. They float, they dance, they reflect purple, blue, and pink light. The phone rings again. Miss Cleo Cotter, this is Bert Battaglia from the Food Network. We just saw your audition tape and thought your looks outweighed your talent and are recommending you to LA's <laughs> next top model. Honestly, we couldn't care less if you could boil water because you're just so damn beautiful. Please give us a call at your earliest convenience to set up an interview. Heck, no interview, a contract signing. <laughs> Thanks. Cleo pops her head out of the tub. She steps out and brushes the bubbles off her. She is dressed in a short silver sequin dress. She dials a number on the phone and puts the phone on speaker. Leo, did you call me? Uh, it's just the radio. We don't have a radio. I'm fine. You gonna be long? I gotta come in. What, why? I have to use the bathroom. Can you hold it? I won't be long. Neither will I. I'll turn the light on. Just a minute. Are you there? Hello, Bert? Bert emerges from the bathtub in a fancy suit. You really are yanking us by the gonads today, Miss Cotter, so I'll tell you what kind of offer we're going to make you. How would you like to go to the People's Choice Awards? Really? In exchange for your appearance, we can guarantee you a spot as a judge on one of our new reality shows. That would be fine. Fantastic. We'll send a car for you. Make it a limo with tinted windows and tan leather seats. No, red. And uh, no interviews at the apartment either. This is only somewhere I stay because it's so close to the city. I don't really live like this. And, and please make sure there's good snacks in the limo. <gasps> oh, red bean cakes. But... Yes? But don't you know how to make those yourself? Excuse me? Don't you know how to make those yourself? <laughs> Cleo! Cleo! Bert is sick. gone. Bert is gone. Cleo is again in her bubble bath. Her head pops up from the water. Henry opens the door and throws up in the toilet. Sorry. Henry and Cleo's kitchen, a baking war zone. Eggshells, dripping spatulas, overturned bags of flour and sugar. Bert reads from a cookbook. Cleo is in an apron, covered in flour and visibly stressed. She drinks from a bottle of gin. After setting your beautiful bunt cake to bake, all that's left to do is wait until it's time to take the baby out of the oven. She nervously drinks gin. Try and fight the urge to devour every last crumb when it emerges from toasty warmness. Cleo takes the cake out of the oven. It's the size of a muffin. She is defeated. She puts it on a cake stand and puts a glass cover over it. Cleo takes out a store-bought coffee cake from a hidden bag. Oh, don't feel bad. Celebrities have done worse to get to the top. She is about to take the store-bought cake out of the box when Henry enters. He has a fairly large Band-Aid on his nose. 
She tosses the cake to Bert, who hides in the fridge. Uh, didn't you have a meeting at the office today? Aren't you supposed to be in class? Uh, bake at home day. Immersive learning, uh, to help our meals taste more home-cooked. My meeting got canceled, so I was able to get a quick two-hour workout in. Listen, What's I on your nose? I have a pimple. <laughs> this morning, your face was fine. A zit, the size of a bee sting. Did you get a facial? Their, their refrigerator makes a sound. Cleo ki kicks the refrigerator. <laughs> it's in a mood again. Oh, I hate this fridge. You won't have to worry about that for long. I'm fine with just a microwave. <laughs> Good one. I'm serious. Something I can't awesome happened today. I have to tell you all about it. I can't do this Wait anymore. Until you hear I just should have gotten this off my chest months ago. Henry opens the fridge and takes out a bottle of water. Bert is gone. Me first. Okay. I support you always. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, think about those listen, stories listen, you uh, told yeah, me. Cleo, and Cleo, 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 listen, listen. Okay, I have to get this no, no, out no, no, or no, I'm no, going... No, no, first, don't be mad, okay? okay? Henry, please. Today has been mm, a dream come true for both of us, something you've been secretly wanting for a long time. You mean... Yes. You entered me in a modeling contest? What? Nothing. <laughs> Guess who's going to be on TV? Me? Me! What? I entered a bodybuilding competition to be broadcast on a local station later lo airing later this month. No. No? No. I thought you'd be excited. This is what the dream is, right? For you to open your own restaurant and become a famous chef. How better to get the ball rolling than by putting me in a competition so you can focus on school. When I win, you'll be on my side, just like Adrian and Rocky. Rocky was a boxer. You can wear a beret. Everyone will want to know who you are. You were only supposed to go be going to the gym until the reunion. Now you're entering a bodybuilding contest? I did a little lifting in college. I didn't... No. No. I'm putting my foot down, no, Henry. You're, you're right. You're right. How foolish to think you would go for this, especially when the prize for the best bod is $5,000. I have a bad feeling. Wouldn't it be great to get endorsements? We can move. I could buy you a nice pair of fancy shoes that aren't from the dollar store. What? I bet if Jean-Paul put you on a show, you would be excited. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We could finally start our life together. You mean it? Why do you think I'm doing all this? He sees the teeny-weeny, sad, misshapen cake. You make muffins? Test cake! Muffin! Uh, not good for consumption. It looks fine since... We're out of gin. I'm going to go pick some up. Cleo exits. Henry looks at the cake. With his mouth watering, he picks it up and is about to eat it when... Henry opens the door and sees Gerald jogging in place. His hips sway wildly from side to side. Hey, friend. Can I come in? Great. Hey, is this your house? Mind if I sit? No, I'm going to stand. Great. Great. Why aren't you dressed? Go, go get ready. We're supposed to go for a jog. I just came from a workout. Whoa. No. Planet schnoz. Planet zit. Time to run. Let's go, friend. How did you find me? A trainer doesn't give away his secrets. Who put you up to this? He's in the mirror. I'm spending today with my girlfriend. You think I got this way by having a girlfriend? Have to keep moving. Have to keep pumping. Have to keep pushing through the wall. You see me? Enormous. Fucking enormous. I'm never going to look like you. If that's, the, if that's what you believe, then that's what you believe. Who am I to change your fat fucking mind? Excuse me? How bad do you want it? I entered a bodybuilding contest so you could go home. Nothing's personal. Your methods You are need me. Don't let that fat uh, don't let the fat cells win. Henry grabs his stomach. Ah, see, the fat is winning, taking over the good lean cells. Uh, Infiltrating. Fat! Gnawing away at the clean. Fat! Like tiny ravenous hands. What's happening? Miracle Mouth is getting rid of those poisonous lard permeate uh, permeating your body. Check uh check your penis lately. What? Makes your dick shrink if you don't use it proper. Dick, shrinky dick. Use it right? Hung, fucking hung. Henry 
doubles over in pain. No pain, no gain. The room is spinning. No Leo. one is here but us gym rats and you, Shamu. Power through. Henry runs to the garbage can in the kitchen and throws up. And goal. You feel good, don't you? Feel good to say goodbye to that lunch again. Remember how? Remember me? Remember now? You're the one who made me come back. Power through. Here comes another wave. The train is leaving the station. Henry falls to his knees. The roof spins or shakes. Gerald Newman, see how it's like a train. That's right. Choo choo. All aboard. Choo 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 choo. Henry. Henry. Cleo is over Henry's body. The bottle of gin is on the floor. Gerald is gone. Henry, can you hear me? She smacks his face. He awakens. Uh, Are you okay? I am, uh. Fine. You were out for three minutes. Just felt a little sick, nerves, I guess. So much to be excited about. You know, we were talking at the gym about- Did you um, eat today? I'm, I'm just uh, anxious. We're going to the hospital. It's nerves, now, 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 now. You're ruining the surprise. You, you just went and ruined it. What surprise? Well, about it now, since you know it's not. It's she dials a number on the phone. Hi, I need an ambulance. Henry takes the phone from wait, Cleo. Wait, 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 Cleo. I just, uh, I just, um, 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 with all this uh, talk of uh, possible money and a new start for us, I, I, I thought it would be, uh, would be uh, to celebrate. You're uh, delusional. Uh, Give I, I me the to phone. See if you would um, um, uh, marry me. What? Yeah, yeah. I had this whole big thing planned out, but I guess I got nervous and passed out. So <laughs> now, now the cat's out of the bag. Oh, just forget it. Forget it. Forget it. You're joking. Is, is that a real proposal? Well, you know, no. Um, um, I was so nervous. I had this big thing with, with flowers and... Dancing? Dancing, yes. Uh, you would have cried, but, but forget about it. Now. Where's the... What? Where's the what? ring? What? What? The ring. Oh, um, I don't have a... Why not? Because uh, I wanted you to pick it out. Oh. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. I said anything. I, I, was, I was trying to do something out of the box, but... Okay. What? What? Yes. I'll marry you. You did hear... I, I don't I don't have a ring. I heard you. And, and your answer is still Yes. 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 Henry and Cleo's living room. The floor is littered with blown-up balloons. Cleo blows one up. It flies out of her hand. <sighs> Shit. She tapes a few together and puts them on the wall. Satisfied with what she's just done, she takes a swig of gin. The table is set with a pot roast and sides. There's a covered serving dish on one end of the table. Henry enters holding a bottle of champagne. He has an even bigger Band-Aid on his nose. Be careful, I haven't taped everything up yet. Is all this necessary? We're telling people we're engaged, not having a kid's birthday party. Harsh. Couldn't we have just um, sent them an email or a text? We're not 12. I want to share our joy, and this is a perfect way to introduce our wedding theme, bubbles and bliss. How do you feel about a champagne fountain? You don't even have a ring yet. In time, in time. It's right to rush into something if you don't have a ring. You proposed to me because your heart told you to. Not because you have a piece of metal burning a hole through your pocket. But when we do get a ring, make sure it's a princess cut with baguettes on the side, two carrots at least. Hmm. <gasps> Ooh, that's the quiche. Can you taste it for me? Tell me if it's done. I trust you. Please. Henry takes the quiche out of the oven. It's burnt. Very burnt. Oh, it's done. We'll just... <laughs> We'll just tell people it has a truffled glaze. 
When are you going to change? Guests are going to arrive any minute and take that thing off your nose. Nothing's there. Cleo rips the band-aid off Henry's nose. <clears throat> Henry exits. Cleo uncovers the serving dish, revealing Bert's head surrounded by a bed of lettuce. Honey, you have got to fix your hair. Duh, do you want to give me a heart attack? Why aren't you wearing the dress I picked out for you? I had to pay for a new set of dishes for the school's test kitchen. But Miss Cotter, you always have to look your best. A woman of your advanced celebrity always has to look fresh, and now you're going to be a bride, honey. Time to clam it up. I'm on a budget. But you saved all the money on the food. Nice choice, by the way. How long do you think it will be? It will take before the school finds out they're missing their gala dinner? I can't do this right now. Cleo covers Bert's head and walks over to the bed. Henry, can you wear your cufflinks tonight? Come on! They perfectly match what I'm wearing. Hey, let's start being that annoying couple that dresses alike. When we have kids, we can all wear the same shirt for Christmas cards. The dog can wear the shirt too. Wouldn't that be fun? What? Your cufflinks, and I'll bring them to you. Cleo goes through Henry's nightstand and finds a bottle of Miracle Melt pills. Henry enters. I'll take those. What are... Vitamins. What are you doing with diet pills? You're making a big deal out of... Miracle Melt? Let me see them. Back off. Excuse me? I have it under control. It's a good thing I made an appointment for you. With who? You're going to meet with Dr. Moonflower. I think you might have a problem. Dr. Moonflower? How how did you know about... It's okay, Henry. We all need to tune up every now and again. I am not... Sick. There is nothing she wrong with me. She told me it's normal to have a relapse. Who told you it was normal to Your have a relapse? Your mom. It? You called my mother. She told me to call this Dr. <laughs> Moonflower and let her know of any major life changes. An engagement is a life change. Henry, don't be embarrassed. They're just diet pills. Maybe for some people, but not for you. I should have seen it. Your mother told me why your family had to move. She said you wouldn't even go outside because of the looks people would give you after seeing the ambulance take you away. Mm. I can't bear watching you go through that again. Maybe it's best you check in just for a couple of days. I'll visit. You want me gone out of the picture so you can be alone with Jean-Paul. What? I'm not stupid. Say it. Say, Say it. it. Say, Say what? It. Oh, my Say God. I'm only You're pointing out jealous? obvious. Right. He's coming to the party tonight to sweep me off my feet. Help me with the decorations. Admit it. You want to be with him. Grab the quiche for the table, please. I know that's why you're getting your A. Cleo picks up food from the table and starts throwing it at Henry. The macaroni and cheese and handfuls of green bean casserole, the potatoes. Ow. What the hell is wrong with you? How dare you even think that something is going on? You don't even know what is going on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why should I stop? Scared you're going to get some in your mouth? I should have known something was wrong. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Cleo grabs an aluminum pan and holds it up to Henry. Look. Get it away from me. Look, Henry, open your eyes. What do you see? The worms crawl in. Worms crawl out. Get out of my the head. Leave me so alone. What are you talking about, out. Henry? Are you the in there? In so People are going to start out. arriving soon. Let them out. Let them out. Let them out. Henry grabs a knife sticking out from the pot roast. He stabs himself in the stomach and tries to squeeze the fat out. But all that stains his shirt is blood. A lot of blood. What are you doing? No, no, no. Oh, it's better now. It's good. It's good. The poison is, is coming out. It's coming all out. The doorbell rings. End of Act One. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
A fitting room. Cleo is wearing a very, very puffy wedding dress. There are other contenders hanging on a rack. She looks in the mirror. Ugh, I look like a cake topper. 
Like I could smuggle people over the border in this dress. If I wore roller skates, I could glide down the aisle, save money on a hem, and then we could get the good champagne for the toast. Maybe even have an open bar for the first hour. Oh, this was a mistake. Why do we even have this on? Bert climbs out from under her dress. He may or may not also be wearing a dress. Because you're fabulous! Mmm! You are channeling Hollywood glamour! Grace Kelly, Vivian Lee, and all that. Sunglasses are going to have to be handed out so you don't blind everyone in the church sashaying down the aisle. What's wrong? I don't want to talk about it. Holding it in causes bloating. Spill those beans, girl! What if I don't get to wear it? Are you still thinking about that little episode at the hospital? Honey, Henry still wants to marry you. He must have just forgotten he asked you. The man is on suicide watch. Cleo takes the dress off and lets it fall to the ground. Bert grabs a more expensive dress from the hook. You're right. Take that sorry excuse for a frock off and try this one on. It's all the rage in Paris. She puts the expensive dress on. Imported English lace. I had to pull a lot of strings to get this in here. Did you see those vultures? All I'm doing is trying to get your foot in the door. Heck, carried over the threshold. Oh! Was I right about this dress, or was I right about that dress? <laughs> Bert puts a veil on Cleo's head. Don't you feel like a quain? Back home, I used to throw myself the most elaborate pretend weddings in my backyard. There was a cellist. Doves waiting to be released in the most beautiful canopy made of flowers at the head of the line. The seating arrangement was to die for in the round. I haven't dreamed like that in a while. Gosh, it must have been ten years ago. Hidden deep in the back of my closet is a magazine I brought with me from back home. It's my favorite. <laughs> There's an article I have memorized word for word. This woman, she wasn't even in L.A. for more than three weeks before she was married to her dream man discovered right on the corner of Rodeo Drive, and now she's living in a mansion with a pool and she never has to cook anything for anyone ever. She had it. And so do you. You don't think that. Have I ever lied to you before? You're a good friend. Being married was probably the only other thing I thought about more than being famous. And now you're gonna have both. Oh, I can't breathe. <gasps> Is it too tight? Sample sizes are always such a problem, either too big or just a little too small. Pity. Any alteration will ruin the shape. Just ruin the shape! <laughs> you may have to drop a few pounds to fit into this thing. Hello, air for breakfast, lunch, and dinner! Don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. You're not fat. I just want you to look your best. That's all. I'm not getting married. The hell you aren't! I've already ordered color swatches for the tables and arranged a tasting downtown for your bridal shower buffet. This isn't me. Of course it is. Get this off me. I just, I have to go to the hospital. I have to see Henry. He didn't want to see you yesterday. What difference would today make? That was the drugs talking. Didn't he yell for the nurse three times? It wasn't him. He pressed that call button an awful lot. You're supposed to be on my side. He had to go to the hospital. What was I going to do? Stitch him up with the kitchen twine? I love him. I... I try my best. Like, why are you blaming me? I can't even cook. Not even boil water. Let me dream. Leave me alone and let me dream just for a minute. It's not my fault. None of this is my fault. Bert is gone. I'll be out in a minute. 
Clea looks around at the dresses. She puts one on a hanger and places it on a hook. She throws the veil on the floor. A hospital room. Henry lies in the bed. Gerald, in a nurse's uniform and holding a big bouquet of flowers, enters. The arrangement hides his face. Hello? Special delivery! I'm not expecting any flowers. <laughs> Please get out of my room. Gerald throws the flowers down. Hell no! You're not supposed to be here. Beware! Here? Be anywhere I want. I have clearance. Special clearance. Clearance you can't even fucking imagine! Nurse. You look great! What do, they, what do they have you on? Uh, an all-liquid diet? This is an IV. Sexy. Take it to go. We got to get to jog on. Reunion is only a week away. Gerald takes a bedsheet off Henry. There's a small blood stain where the stitches on his abdomen rest. I am so proud of you. You got liposuction. No. No. I can't exercise. The weights can go here, the treadmill there, the juice bar all up We're in here. We're not allowed to exercise. You would think they would have upgraded since last time you were here. They don't have the proper gear. Gears to move like a machine. Move, grind, go. This isn't like last time. Sure, feels like it. Feels right. Feels good. They'll throw you out. They haven't yet. And last time you screamed like a little this girl. This is all your fault. There were three hallucinogenic properties in those Miracle Melt pills. Legal in Indonesia. Visiting hours are almost over. This is more serious than I thought. I'll have to move in. Nurse! Scooch, get over. Move your fat ass over. Just, just, I... What, friend? If you want me to leave, tell me. Do you want to hurt my feelings? Remember, you're the one who brought me back. I'll give you a second. This air is fattening. <laughs> Gerald exits. Henry puts the sheet over his head. Cleo enters. She sees the flowers on the floor. If you didn't want to accept my flowers, all you had to do was send them back. The doctors say you won't talk to them, Henry. You won't talk to them. You won't talk to me. You need to talk to someone. I know what you're thinking, and I'm not disappointed in you, so just get that out of your head, okay? I didn't understand what this was until we... I'm sorry. How many times do you want me to say that? They won't let you go home if you don't talk about why you hurt yourself. I was just trying to get the fat out. What fat, Henry? The doctors say you've been picking your skin. You're not allowing your stitches to heal. You've been asking about your nose. Nothing is wrong with your nose, Henry. She said that making yourself throw up is causing your teeth to erode. Rot. I said that can't be. They have to be talking about a different Henry. Uh, you're not in my body. Why are you hurting yourself? Why do you people keep thinking like that? You I was people? just trying to get the fat out. As my girlfriend, you should understand that. I'm your fiance. I you are looking at yourself, putting makeup on, what you don't like to see. You can make it disappear. You can make it all just go away. What makes you better than me? What makes it okay for you to make things go away? Cleo takes a Tupperware container out of her bag. What's that? Something to help you get healthy again. She opens it and puts it in front of Henry's face. Those are Twinkies. Homemade Twinkies. Twinkies aren't health food. Healthiness begins by feeding your heart. It clogs your heart. Eat. They're warm. Fresh out of the oven. You never told me you knew how to bake Twinkies. Maybe. There are a lot of things we don't know about each other. Let's try and be nice. This isn't who we are. We're the couple who makes other couples jealous. The one who think, uh, who, when we walk down the street, people just can't help but think, they are so gosh darn cute. I wonder if they're famous. He's probably a financier, and her, she's probably just got signed with some major modeling agency. What? 
You should pay more attention when you're walking down the street, Henry. Then you'd see what I see. I don't feel like dreaming right now. Well, it's nice in my mind. Successful, happy. You know, I've never told you this, but I have someone up there. Where? Up there, in my mind. A friend who helps me know that everything is going to work out. Don't you have someone there who does that? <laughs> How's school? Uh, taste this and tell me. Later. So you're just going to stay under there, under those itchy sheets forever? Not forever. How long? I miss you. I miss the way your nose whistles when you sleep. I hate how you leave your dirty socks all over the apartment, but now I get sad when I can't find any on the floor. Why did you do this to Stop yourself? Stop saying that! Then what would you call it? Clearasil with spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> Acne. Connect the dots face. Greasy as can be. Long, flat nose. For my 10th birthday, I asked my parents for a nose job. My father would tell me that the names the kids at school called me would make me a better man. Well, I'm... Still not a better man. You're my better Still man. Still covered in acne and boils, a greasy, fat slob. Oh, Henry, oh, Henry, come here, get over here. Free! Enough! I knew you wouldn't get it. Why? Because I grew up on a farm? Dairy maids have problems too, Henry. I'm not crazy. See, Dr. Moonflower, please do that for me. If not, let me know now. Jean-Paul said I could stay with him for a while if I look for another place. Give me that Twinkie. Henry grabs the Tupperware. He takes a bite out of the Twinkie. Gerald peeks out from the doorway. Henry looks at Gerald as he eats. A counseling room. Henry and Gerald sit next to each other. Starlight Moonflower, the grandest hippie of all, sits across from them. She cannot see Gerald. She has rings on almost every finger. There's a kettle and a cup of lemongrass tea behind her. I thought today we would continue our conversation on the good things we're doing for ourselves to make sure we're staying on the path of wellness. Remember, when the body and mind are one, beautiful things can happen. Who wants to go first? Show of hands. We have to discuss what's bothering us, otherwise our chakras will be unbalanced. When your energy is disconnected from your mind, you can do things like steal your boyfriend's car and set fire to the convenience store. <laughs> Gerald timidly lifts his hand. Go on now. Don't be shy. Today I didn't bother anyone. Lies. How did this make you feel? Like shit. Mm. Good. Made me feel good. Every single one of us deserves to feel good. And do you know why? Because we're all special. Here it doesn't matter if you shout, pull out your hair, or pee on yourself. <laughs> you hang in there, sunshine. You're special. Our session today is about rebirth, renewal, and loving that wonderful person inside, that inner light. Let's give ourselves a hug and really open up to our spirits, to that light. Henry wraps his arms around himself. So does Gerald. So does Starlight Moonflower. Baby, I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake. I'm gonna shake it off. I'm gonna shake it off. <sighs> Doesn't that feel good? You haven't said more than a few words in any of our sessions, Mr. Larkin. Would you like some lemongrass tea? Mm -mm. It's my favorite thing to drink after a long day. It reminds me of walking barefoot through Versailles. Mm. I've never been there, but I close my eyes and I'm taken there in one sip. Mmm, lemon trees, poppy trees, poppy, coke. 
I hate you. I just took a trip to Europe. It's the one good thing I did for myself today. Now, what did you do? Um, uh, I watched Sweat into the Oldies, and I didn't dance. Suck up. That's a big step, Mr. Larkin. The power and the light are within you. Shut up. My wound hasn't healed yet. Regardless of how you watched it, you didn't exercise. You didn't break the rules. I am proud of you. I am proud of you. I'm excited to go home. Why? Kill her. I miss my TV, uh, my fiance. What do you miss about them? He just told you. You told me labels, not what you miss. Bitch. Have you looked at yourself today? No. Mr. Larkin, your fiance is coming to take you home tomorrow. She hasn't seen you in almost a week. We talk every day. You have to stop lying, Mr. Larkin, to me and to yourself. Seriously, kill her. What about the voice? Deep dish, let's go. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Gerald. Yes? Does he still talk to you? Obviously. No. Oh. He's been quiet for a while now. How does that make you feel? Healthy. Friend. This isn't high school. You are and always have been exactly who you wanted to be. Beautiful. A balloon trying to reach the stars, the infinite sky. Try and remember that. No one will stuff you in a locker here. <laughs> they, they didn't stuff me into a locker. I, I never fit. But uh, I, I did get stuck for three hours. Uh, when the ambulance finally arrived, my arms were purple from lack of circulation. My fingers swelled to the size of sausages. There wasn't even any room for me to cry. When they pulled me out, the entire student body clapped. I remember. They smiled and snickered. And do you know why? Because they used the jaws of life to get me out. The locker stayed like that for days, like a marked exhibit people could pass. I became water fountain gossip for the whole year. You know, you expect things like that to die down. You fade away, but not with me. I was always the boy who got stuck in the locker at Chunky Bar and Old Henry. I came up with that after name. After that, I went to the gym twice a day, even after being made fun of by the jocks, but I stayed. I must have sweat out an entire person, and even after that, I was still that shadow I left behind. I couldn't do it without the little voice High in my five. head. That reunion, they're, they're gonna see someone else because I'm healthy, because I know I'm not fat. We don't recommend that you go to the reunion. What? I have to go. He has to go. It's not part of your recovery. I'm fine. He's great. And detrimental to all you've accomplished. I want to go. He's going. Recommending you for release is dependent on your word that you won't go. That's not fair. It's my life. She has our balls and a vice friend. Balls. Let's meditate. Hands together. Henry and Starlight Moonflower put their hands together. Starlight Moonflower closes her eyes. Gerald goes over to her teacup and pees in it. Release the negative, embrace the positive. Release the negative, embrace the positive. Henry opens one eye and sees Gerald peeing in the teacup. He tries to signal him to stop. Release the negative, embrace the positive. Gerald goes into meditation position. Henry and Starflight, Starlight Moonflower open their eyes. That's enough for today. Namaste, Mr. Larkin. Namaste. Bye. <laughs> And, Mr. Larkin, shall I put you down for a session every day next week? We can try a colonic and see if that strengthens your chi. That won't be necessary, friend. It's time to say goodbye. 
You have to put him away. But he's my best friend. The boy who got stuck in the locker never grew up. He stayed in that body forever cramped too big for any space. Whenever I would walk through the school halls, there was this horrible fanfare I couldn't escape. Eyes all looking at me, searing deep bruises into my soul. But out of all of them, one stuck out. His face was a different kind of angry, the one that comes from determination. His voice followed me wherever I went, pushing me to someone better. He wanted to show them just as badly as I did that I was going that to... That what, Mr. Uh, Larkin? That I was just like them. I've seen him too. You have? She points to Henry. Who are you? A man. With a flat, long nose. With a mature face. Greasy. Handsome. Putrid. Normal. A waste of life. Me? You. You. I... You. I, I won't... Take care of her or I will. I, I won't go to the reunion. Praise be to Ganesh. Henry looks at Gerald. Goodbye. Goodbye. Starlight Moonflower sips her tea. Henry and Cleo's living room. The front door swings open. Henry stands there clearly out of it. He walks into the apartment, turns the light on. The apartment is spotless, but the crack in the wall has now branched off into three. There are neatly stacked empty Tupperware containers with red tops, blue tops, yellow tops all over the studio. He turns around in shock, sits on the couch, and turns the TV on. Sweat into the oldies, please. He smiles. Cleo enters, carrying a shopping bag. Henry? What are you doing here? I'm turning this off. Uh, no, I thought maybe we should go out to dinner tonight. There is this uh, great restaurant over in the square that I've been dying to try. Lots of choices, lots of healthy alternatives, and they make the lightest, fluffiest bread gluten-free. I thought you weren't getting out until tomorrow. Surprise! I wasn't That's expecting... That's why it's a surprise, silly. The refrigerator rumbles. He notices the Tupperware. What's all this stuff? Oh, just a side job I'm doing for some extra money selling Tupperware. I didn't think people did that anymore. Well, they don't. I mean, they do, but via infomercial. It's, it's very futuristic. Tell me about it. Now? Henry, why are Tell you... Tell me now. I'm very excited. Okay. Um, when I was at the mall, this guy from TP, that's Tupperware Party, scouted me. Can you imagine? There I was having a froyo, and I was scouted. I felt like Beyonce. <laughs> Pablo, that's the man who gave me his card, said, I belong on TV, and when I told him I had done a little childhood modeling, oh. he, he just lost his mind. I didn't know you did childhood modeling. Uh, just a modeling. few ads for a diner in my town. Like, like for fried chicken? Anyway, he said that when he saw me sitting there, he had a vision. Pablo said I was born to market, destined for the screen. Well, the Tupperware... Oh, uh, um, having inspiration around me helps when I'm rehearsing my pitch. See, I become... One with the product. I, I hold it up and I say my lines. If I look like I don't know what I'm talking about, I won't make any sales, right? That doesn't sound mm. right. Okay, listen. <clears throat> Tired of having that not-so-fresh feeling in your fridge? Well, I have the answer. Take charge of your food with your Tupperware. The light and easy way to keep your veggies crisp and your chicken chirping. Trust the tup, because everyone has a Tupperware story. <laughs> Do you like the last line? That's my tagline. I, I have a tagline, Henry. How does this work? Uh, well, 
well, I get two people to buy into the brand, and then they get two people, and then so on and so forth. Uh -huh. Like half of every person's proceeds go to us. It sounds we start filming like in a two pyramid days. scheme. We start filming in two days. You know, they're even sending a town car for me. What about school? I'm on spring break. Culinary school has a spring break? You know, I spoke to your boss, and he's so excited to have you working again. He sends his congratulations. <laughs> oh, what? Our engagement, silly. You forgot to tell him. He gave me his jeweler's information. I made a, an appointment for us to go. For what? My engagement ring. Oh, uh, I have a surprise for you. Don't move, okay? Cleo exits. Henry looks around the apartment. Gerald enters from the fridge. He dusts himself off and jogs over to Henry. Hey, friend. Thought you'd never arrive. Dark, cold in there, stiff, super stiff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really here. <laughs> the power and light power are, and within, me. are me. within me. The, the power and light are within me. The power and light are right here. <laughs> Gerald pulls out a can of energy drink. Mmm. 16 ounces of certified, fortified power and light designed to bring out what's inside you because you want to run away from her. Go. Let yourself go. Run. Run, Henry. No, no, I don't need you. I don't need pills or shakes or, or, or colonics. I, I just need to get rid of the thing on your face. Seriously, what is I that? I made you go away before, and I can do it again. Make me go away like we made that Dr. Hippie go away? That wasn't my fault. All that miracle melt in that tiny teacup sure took care of her heart fast. Boom. They're going to look for you. No. You have to run. The cops are a few days away. The reunion is a few days away. That ring is a few days the power away. The and light are within me. The power and light Gerald pulls out a mirror and holds it in front of Henry. Get that away from me! Look in, look in. What's all this? Tupperware, Tupperware filled with air? Good. Keep that weight down, down, down to funky town. She doesn't feed me air. Ah, giving you pound cakes and cream sauce. One, two, choo, choo, choo. Not healthy. Putting on the weight, weight on you. She's dead weight. She loves me. And I don't? She encourage you? Does she tell you the truth? Does she, does she kill for you? Come on, friend. Play with me. Let's go on a tiny run. A slow jog. The sun's out about, to, the sun's about to set. Let's chase it. Chase me out. Beat me, friend. Beat me up, you sad fuck. Henry takes a swing at Gerald. He misses. Slow and steady does not win the race. Henry takes another swing at Gerald. He misses again. Let me give you that extra edge for life. Gerald holds the energy drink out to Henry. Henry takes it. He opens the drink and chugs it. It's good. Let's run, Henry. The cracks cause the wall of the apartment to come apart, revealing a church choir on risers in elaborate robes. Run, Henry, run. Henry, run. Run, Henry, All you have run. to do is run. Run after run, me. Henry, run. Beat me, Henry. Come on, you run, big black Henry, balloon. Run. Taste run, that victory, Henry, friend. Run. Can you taste it? I, run, Henry, I think run. I, yes. I can't run, hear you. Yeah. Gerald opens run, the door. Henry, Henry exits. Gerald follows him. The walls of the apartment close. 
Cleo oh. enters wearing a uniform that reads TP on the chest. She looks like a roll of toilet paper. Henry, isn't this great? Henry? Hallelujah. Amen. A can of energy drink rolls out from under the couch. She picks it up. The next morning, Cleo sits in front of the TV eating what seems to be a loaf of French toast. She dips a slice in maple syrup. Some of it falls on her shirt. She doesn't care. She looks awful. Tupperware is scattered all over, no longer in neat little piles. Even though it was crispy, crunchy, and mostly black, I definitely made better French toast than this. She takes a bite, spits it out. Henry enters. Aren't you supposed to be at your taping? Want some French toast? It's really good. Why aren't you at your taping? Why aren't you at work? I asked first. Where were you last night? I had to go for a walk. I, I came back. 3 a.m. Where did you find that kind of just energy? Just couldn't sleep, I guess. Reunion is tonight. All the excitement has me all wound up. The doctor said no more energy drinks. Shouldn't you be in hair and makeup right No more now? pills, no more powders, no more weird There wasn't facials. anything to eat. Why, when did you make that? I ordered. I'm thirsty. You ordered French toast? It seems silly. What? Wait, 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 wait. Did you get a job at a restaurant and this is your way of telling me? Are you thirsty? Hold on. I think I'll just have a nice cold drink. Cleo pulls a large can of energy drink from behind the pillow. She opens it. No, oh, I just remembered. Iced tea. Bought the wrong thing. Packaging looks the same. Same can, same color, same taste. Tea, tea. Why are you talking like, like that? Like what? Honest mistake. Don't believe me? Dump it out. I don't care. Fine. Cleo walks over to the sink. She dumps it down the drain. It's supposed to clean the gunk out of the pipes anyway. All praises for do-it-yourself repairs. Henry turns on the TV. What are you doing? Cardio! Your boss called, said you mouthed off to him and oh, quit. Oh, oh, right, right, right. I meant to tell you that, but I uh, didn't want to say anything until after tonight. Cleo, I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you after tonight. We're I... not going to the reunion. The hell I'm not. I'm calling Dr. Moon. Oh, good luck. What? Stop dancing. It's time for sweating to the old. We are in the middle of a fight. Cleo tries to change the channel. They have a tug of war. I am off trying me. to off talk me. to you. Put that TV. down. Give Why would you just that listen to me? Back. I am concerned. This is not what a relationship is supposed to be. If I'm going to be your wife, we have to talk about these things. We have to come clean, be truthful, no matter how much it may hurt. Put Richard Simmons back on. We have to talk about this. There's nothing to talk about. Henry turns the TV back on. He dances. I flunked out of cooking school. Among other things, I'm not legally allowed to disclose, I set the test kitchen on fire. I have been making you, ordering you food for the entire two years of our relationship. I can't cook! I can't even boil water without burning the pot. They laughed at me, the entire room, and my TV dreams, nothing more than a disconnected phone number, an abandoned warehouse for $250 out of my pocket. Twist, 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 twist. I didn't mean to lie twist, to you. I just, twist. I didn't want you to be disappointed in me. Earlier today, I felt like a failure, but then I looked at myself. You know who I'm? I'm in LA. I have a great boyfriend who loves me. I'll be okay. Today, I got in touch with a headhunter to see if I could get a job in public relations. Get a 
sick again, get us out of here and into a proper home where we can grow old and raise children. I want that more than having my picture in any <laughs> magazine or billboard. <laughs> what is so funny? You don't see what's hilarious about this entire situation. You're not perfect. All this, all this time I thought, and now this. You think I'm perfect? I can't cook. I've always known that. I just thought that maybe you just, maybe you'd get better at it and feel confident enough to tell me. <laughs> no one's ever thought I was perfect. You're not, not anymore. We've both been lying to each other. I mean, yeah. deceit, baby, we're a couple of frauds. Yeah, we deserve each other. We do! Ah, so you were not angry? Because you can't cook? Please, I don't eat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what a relief. Here I am thinking that you're the most perfect, beautiful person I have ever met, and you're just as bad as I am. What do you mean you don't eat? <laughs> Those damn pills. I, I. After we have dinner and you're cleaning up, I, I go into the bathroom to shower and leave my meal through my mouth, and I got to tell you, honey, it looks a hell of a lot better in that porcelain bowl. <laughs> Man, do you piss me off when you want to mess around after a meal? You really fuck up my purge plans when you want to cuddle or take a nap, and then I have to wait until you fall asleep, take your brick of an arm off me, and teeter to the bathroom. Do you know how fucking hard it is to throw up quietly? No, no, you really have given me a run for my money, my darling Cleo. You don't mean that. Wow, I feel great. Lightheaded, like I just inhaled helium. And the best part is I don't have to hide anything from you anymore. And it was hard. <laughs> Doesn't it feel great to be honest? I'm tired of the lying, the constant need to appease you. And, and, and you, you, you came close a few times, Sherlock. Clever girl, clever girl. Who are mm, you? Covering up, I would have to do each excuse getting more and more creative than the next. One time, I was actually kind of upset you didn't make the connection, but I'm not with you for your mind now, am I? <laughs> did, did you propose to me just so I wouldn't find out? Finally, I feel alive. Henry, did you? Most days, I, I feel like a, a, a big black balloon trying to take flight, but I'm so heavy. Everything keeps me down, but sometimes I'm, I'm filled with helium and, and I can float and everything fades away. The voices around me become so high-pitched, I, I no longer hear them. I float higher and higher. Day turns to night and I blend in with the sky. Just me and the black. No mirrors, no one else. Just bliss and wind. I'm so light. light. I, I can blow in the way the wind tells, tells me to go. Weightless, perfect, air, air popped, exhale, free, release, boom! Henry jogs in place. Cleo watches him for a moment in disbelief. She grabs her purse. The silver sequin dress comes tumbling out. She stares at it, but doesn't pick it up. She takes one last look at Henry and exits. Henry runs in place. Do it, beautiful. You're almost there. The apartment walls crack open, and the space turns into a racetrack. Henry runs faster. Cheers, he's passing everyone. Faster, come on, you can do it, gorgeous. He crosses the finish line, but he keeps going. Yes, yes, 
and rest. It's over. Breathe. Breathe. Henry keeps running, and he keeps running, faster and faster. A smile comes over his face. End of play. Which was fabulous. So let's give yeah. our cast and our So, um, Elgin, I guess my first question is, how did you come to write this play? Because it's very interesting, because when you submitted it to me, I thought it was really cool. So tell people about it. <laughs> so I took a playwriting workshop with Kuzi Cram, um, which was basically write a play in a weekend. And uh, she, I really didn't know what I was going to write going into it, but um, I had just been thinking, she said, well, just try and think of uh, something that comes to your mind. Just let images pass through your mind and think about what's interesting. So I just saw... <laughs> I started thinking about body dysmorphia um, because I had just seen um, something on body dysmorphia in men. I said, wow, that's really interesting. You know, no one ever really talks about it. And for some reason, a balloon popped into my head. I said, wow, that's also really interesting how men see themselves. And I just decided to use that as a jumping off point. And also uh, think about if you, when you're really insecure, sometimes we think about when we're little kids, we kind of turn into uh, an insecure version of ourselves. And where do you go when you're feeling insecure? You try and think of a positive memory or something happy to make yourself feel better. And for a lot of us, it's a, a happy memory from childhood. If that's, I mean, we all had imaginary friends or 
So it's kind of like, okay, well, what does that voice inside your uh, head tell you to make you feel better? What does that sound like? And, and on that note, you, you had an imaginary friend too. Oh yeah, we all did. Okay. Absolutely. I was an only child, so I had tons of imaginary friends okay, and animals about, who talked to me. Tell me about one. Tell, tell me about me. one of your imaginary Very friends. Very specifically? Oh man, okay. You seem to have been popular with them. Oh, so. yes. We had a squad. I had a really big squad. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, I had one imaginary friend. It's so sad. I can't remember her name, but. She probably is not going to be offended. No. Uh, yeah, I really hope real. she's not. She doesn't <laughs> pop back up into my life. But I do remember uh, growing up not having any representations of people who looked at me in cartoons or anything like that. So I would create characters in my mind of, um, you know, non-blonde-haired, blue-eyed individuals with curly, long hair. And, um, you know, we would hang out and... Woo! That's gotta go. (laughs) The values and the past, yes. So, yeah, just somebody to talk to and uh, play solitaire with. (laughs) That's so sad, talking about that. But Mind it's true. Solitaire is a one-person game, but you played it with. <laughs> it helps to have somebody cheer you on. Yes. <laughs> okay. Was it fun to write these imaginary characters? Did you kind of explore a couple different possibilities in your head and play with some imaginary, f- make up some imaginary new friends? These were the first people who popped into my head for these characters. Oh, great. Um, I figure, you know, with Cleo especially, with her huge aspirations, who would be her biggest support system? It would be an agent. It would be her personal, you know, and for Gerald, someone who will never see himself as being perfect, it will just be that trainer who continuously pushes him. So, yeah. So are they almost kind of uh, metaphors in mm-hmm. a way for their own personal insecurities? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. And then, and so, <laughs> we have a question. <laughs> um, I, um, so you touched a little bit about men and body dysphoria, dysmorphia. I like can't speak today. (laughs) I also had lots of whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Shots, shots, shots. Um, And so why do you think, um, so there are many reasons like why that's probably not talked about in our society, but Mm -hmm. what do you think is the most like prevailing reason we don't, talk about it or recognize it or like really want to see it like it's not really seen that often i think for the same reason that you know we don't want to show that men cry ever how men are supposed to be these you know walking things of testosterone without any feelings of weakness or any emotion and Wait, what was the question? That's what, yeah, I just went, <laughs> sorry, I just got really impassionate about this no, one no, topic. Like, but go, go on. Yeah, that's why I wanted to touch on it because there, I mean, people a lot these days are talking about how raising young boys and telling them that it's okay to cry and express yourself. And that's so important because no matter what your gender is, you have to express yourself. Otherwise, that's going to come out in a different way, in a very unhealthy way when you're an adult. So, yeah. Oh, yes. So I think it's really important to show vulnerability, especially in Henry's character. Mm-hmm. Um, was there an audience question? Yeah, let me bring a mic over there. 
wait, wait, wait. We're going to bring a mic over. So. <laughs> it's a recording, man. <laughs> Pleasant good afternoon, everyone. Um, would you please tell us about the crack in the wall? Oh, talk to you about the crack in the wall? Yeah, please. Okay, well, um, I look at the crack in the wall for the apartment. Um, at the start of the play, it's a small crack, and um, as our characters start to break down, the crack gets bigger and bigger until their imaginary friends grow into this thing that they can't contain anymore, and it just starts to take over their entire world. So I really love playing with the fantastical, theatrical element of this and seeing how far I can push it. And our last question that we always ask, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Ooh, I had a really good breakfast, you guys. I had <laughs> <laughs> everything I had it in my apartment. I had iced coffee with French, I'm gonna be really specific, with French vanilla coconut creamer. <laughs> Two pieces of Ezekiel bread, one with um, honey roasted uh, peanut butter yeah. and the other with avocado with a little bit of lemon and a honey crisp <laughs> apple. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Making us jealous. <laughs> so awesome. Well, we thank you think so much for being here with us tonight and yeah. speaking with us and for your really lovely play. And thank you for having me. And I, I would just like to say, um, especially in these times when so many things are going around, um, I would encourage everybody to revisit their imaginary friends and revisit their uh, fantastical parts of their mind to find some comfort in that in times um, of, yeah. But actually, pause, I forgot a question. My bad. You have 30 seconds to say something to that man, Trump. What would you say? Hey, that man. Um, just want you to know that all of us are not going away. And if you think you've seen anything <laughs> now with everybody organizing and activating, you haven't seen anything yet. Because in 2017, people are not going away. Just be ready. Be ready. Yes. We are not scared. Beyonce's having twins. <laughs> Gonna be okay. Bless us. Um, we'd like to thank Cloud City for hosting us tonight. Um, our social media manager, Sienna Gonzalez. Um, we'd like to thank our awesome cast. Uh, our cast. Everyone give it up for our cast. Uh, yes. And we really want to thank our musical guest, The Values. Yes. Uh, we'd also come. Of Mason Taub on synth and lead vocals, Evan Zoo Whistler on guitar, Mel Escudaro on vocals, Natalie Escudaro on vocals and keys, Simon Arsenio on bass, and Nick, uh, Nick Chickentelli on drums. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, we'd like to give a thanks to our director for tonight's reading, Cal Haney. The amazing Kel Haney. <laughs> um, and of course, our playwright, Elgin. We wouldn't be here without her works. <laughs> thank you for having me. Renita <laughs> Massive. We would like to thank you, the audience. Thank you so much for your patience Ooh. and your graciousness tonight. A lot of tonight. patience tonight. Thank you. Your energy. <laughs> And we'd like to thank those at home for listening. And to close this up, the values. Thank you. This song's called Colors. I take the dog outside and walk down.
to the houses I stop myself from stealing from their garden Just to bring the sunflowers and the stargazers inside Just to fill, fill my room with light I do my online shopping pretend that I have money I do my online window shopping just to see some beauty because I see all Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 